BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Is this the therapy gecko? This is this is therapy gecko. What's going on? Nothing much. I was just chilling, watching the stream. <laughs> um. What's your name? What's your where? What's your home address? What's going on? <laughs> um. My name is uh, Ox, and I live in Atlanta. Oh, cool. You know that song that Chance the Rapper does, where he goes, "Hot Lana, hot water, hot shower." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great song. That's a good song. <laughs> um, what else do I know about? I used to live. I lived in Atlanta for a couple months. I lived yeah, I live near uh, the Gucci Mane, Texaco. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's a good. It's a fun place. There's the. You ever been to the? Oh, you ever been to the museum of Coca Cola? Yeah, I actually got sick in the bathroom there one time. <laughs> Ooh, well, that sounds like a good place to get sick in the bathroom because they got a lot of seltzer. Yeah, there or uh, I don't know the varsity. Oh, the varsity! Oh my god, the var- This is we're getting Atlanta specific, but I love I love the varsity. The varsity fucking rocks. It's um, uh, if you eat there more than three times in a, I think you can you can probably only afford to eat there um, three times in your life, or else you'll just die. Um, of Greece, but it's it's good. I mean, give it a <laughs> give it a shot. I don't know. I've eaten there a lot. Um, anyway, anyway, it's I don't want to I I don't want to um isolate our non-Atlanta audience with this inside baseball talk. Ox, sure. what is it you wanted to to talk about on the on the gecko thing today? Um, I wanted to talk about the time I got kidnapped and taken on vacation. Uh, who kidnapped you? Um, this guy I was dating who was not very nice. How old were you? Um, I was 19. How'd you meet this guy? He was my math tutor (laughs) in high school. Oh, okay. It just gets worse from here, man. So you met him when you were in high school, and then you got a little bit older and graduated, and then he kidnapped you? We were dating, like, when I was still in high school, and he was, like, 23. Okay. Well, uh, where, where, where did... I mean, go ahead, tell, I'll stop asking questions if you want to tell the story. Oh, God. Okay, so... um. We ended up living together for a couple of years and he just got like more and more horrible to me <laughs> and like he wouldn't let me work certain shifts at my job because he wouldn't he was home and he didn't want me to be anywhere else and like stuff like that um so basically we were living together and he just got more and more horrible to me and like he would let me work certain shifts at my job and like I couldn't have like he would go through my phone he knew all my passwords he knew like my bank account information and he um he was like let's go on a trip and I was like I really don't want to go on a trip so he like got in my phone sent him him sent himself like three thousand dollars out of my bank account and I was like um what the fuck like I'm done with this like I'm about to go like bye and he's like no let's go on a trip and I'm like what he basically like forces me to go to on a trip to Colorado (laughs) 
uh, how long were you in Colorado for? For like a week. What was that week like? It was crazy. Like he, so I have a lot of tattoos. At the time, I, I like even though I was like younger, I had a bunch of tattoos at the time, and he didn't have any. And like he was like, "Oh, I want you to pick out a tattoo for me," and he basically like made me stay in the hotel room half the time unless like he wanted to do something or I thought of something that he agreed to put doing. Like you know how like people go to Colorado to smoke weed. He didn't want to smoke any weed. Like who goes to Colorado and doesn't want to smoke weed? <laughs> I love that. That's the wor- That's the worst part of this story to you. Is that you? Your kidnapper didn't want to uh, get high. I'm saying, man, it could have made it a little more pleasant. Um, jeez, oh my god. Uh, yeah. so this was two years ago. This is twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. What the fuck? What what happened, man? What happened with this guy? How'd you get away from him? Um, we landed on, like, we came back to where we were, and we drove back at night, and I took all my shit, and I went to my parents' house, and my parents, like, owned the house that we were living in at the time, so they just, like, was like, hey, get your shit, get out, like, trespass on the property, don't contact us anymore. I had to get, I couldn't get a restraining order in the town that we lived in, because the town that I lived in, that the house was in, didn't, like, allow restraining orders. Wait a minute. Your parents owned a place that you and that guy were living at together? Yes. How did you... Did your parents know about, like, all this stuff? I mean, like, when it happened, like, when it was going on, like, no, they just knew I was, like, going on a trip, like, a spontaneous trip. But they didn't know, like, about all the crazy, like, abuse stuff. That or they just knew and they didn't want to do anything about it. I don't know. Me and my mom have a really complicated relationship, so. Um, okay, so, and this was two years ago. This guy doesn't, he doesn't still contact you or anything, does he? Oh, no, I haven't heard from him, like, since all that happened, thank God, you know. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, are you... Uh, have you have you entered into a, a a more stable relationship since then, or 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 rather even found stability uh, within yourself? Like how how have you uh, healed, so to speak? Oh. oh yeah, I mean like I got diagnosed with PTSD because of like that relationship, which sucks. But I mean I'm just taking each day at a time and being nice to myself and you know learning how to be normal. That's crazy, man. He kidnapped you, took you to Denver, and di- didn't even didn't even get you any dabs. I know, right? It was in May too, seven ten. <laughs> What's seven ten? It's the dab day. Hold on, I had, had no, I had no idea there was four twenty for dabs. Yeah, man, you didn't know about dab day. Seven ten, man. What is? How did you? How did? How did we get seven ten? Is that like DAB? Because if you flip it backwards, it says like dab or something. Hang on, I can ask my boyfriend who does oh, dabs oh, every day. Oh 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 seven ten upside down is oil. Oil, that's what it is. Yeah yeah yeah. There it yeah. is. There it is. Um. Sorry. Okay, so you have a new boyfriend. Yeah 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 yeah. He's crazy, but he's awesome. Well, hold on. Now I. What's crazy mean? Because. He just, I feel like, like I feel like your bar. For, I feel like the bar for crazy is is now pretty high. <laughs> he just like builds crazy shit all the time, and my house is just full of like random objects that are like right now. My house is filled with like old Naruto comics from 2008 because apparently he's like flipping them on eBay. There's like okay. a whole kiln in my backyard. <laughs> I love Naruto comic book collector guy way better than a uh, creepy math teacher guy. That's a, be- that's like a significantly be better kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, how'd you guys meet? Um, I snuck into a bar when I was like 19, and we were talking. Me and my friend, who was like 25 at the time, we were talking about. You know, we were in a different town because I had to go get like a procedure done. And this is like, and it was like far away from where I lived. And we were like at a bar, just hanging out. And that we that I had snuck into, and um, there was just this guy across the bar. He was staring at me, and he had a bunch of and he had two other friends with him. 
And then me and my friends started talking about doing dabs. And they're like, yo, you want to come do dabs with us? And we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> and so we just went to their random house at like, you know, nine o'clock at night. Is, is is weed like a, is that connect you to people? You're like, if somebody is, is I just really stoned. like it. <laughs> yeah. Are you high right now? Oh yeah. I'm hitting the dab pen. I was just smoking the bong and watch, in the living room watching the stream. That's cool. Um, well, all right. So how long have you been dating the Naruto guy for? Um, like, almost, it'll be three years in November, I think. I don't know about it, math. That's cool. Um, hmm. Well, are you feeling good about life in general? It sounds like everything's going okay. Oh, yeah, I love life, man. I'm happy to be here, finally. You know, it's not as bad as it's called cracked out to be. Yeah, you sound high. <laughs> um... I never knew about 710. I got to do I got to I haven't t- I've I've said this 8000 times on this fucking thing, but I've never done no, I've not never. I haven't done like real dabs in a while. I I do the pen, but like I haven't done the whole thing with the torch and the booger. Oh, really? In a while, yeah. When you come I to mean, Atlanta, I can hook you up. With that, isn't it legal? Do do I need a a secret hookup or is it is it legal? It's not legal here, unfortunately. Unless you want, like, the THCA, but I mean, like, it's not as a good quality. Hmm. Well, um, well, thanks for sharing this story about, uh, the, thank, I, I mean this genuinely. <laughs> thank you for sharing this story about the worst thing that's ever happened to you. I hope that's the worst no, thing that's ever happened to you. I don't mean that as in, I, I hope <laughs> that you don't have, you know what I'm trying to say. I hope... I that do. you don't have a second worst thing that you're holding back. That that's the worst that God didn't get worse. Thank you, Lyle. Of course. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Or or, you, or any other aspect of any of this stuff for life in general that you wanted to talk about or anything? Mm, be nice. Love yourself. Love everybody. And get nation. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the night. You too, Lyle. Love you. Ooh-wee. Man, what a side hustle. Uh, uh, collecting Naruto comics. That's 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 the guy. That's that's Hot Lana right there. A guy who deals dabs and uh, Naruto manga. Hey folks, this is Lyle. I am very excited to announce that I am going back on tour in 2024 to do Therapy Gecko Live all across the country. If you've never been to one of my live shows before, they're basically like giant group gecko therapy sessions where people from the audience come on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do right here on the podcast. Plus, I mix in a few stories and presentations and little tidbits from my own life. Tickets are available right now at therapygeckotour.com or you can find the link in the episode description. I'm announcing many more cities in the second half of the year, but right now tickets are on sale for Phoenix, Arizona, Louisville, Kentucky, St. Louis, Missouri, Orlando, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Miami, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, Syracuse, New York, Albany, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, Las Vegas, Nevada, Salt Lake City, Utah, Nashville, Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, Chicago, Illinois, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, San Jose, California, San Francisco, California, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. And you can get tickets for all of those cities at therapygeckotour.com. If you didn't hear me say your city, you can still go to the link and hit the RSVP button to get notified for when I do come to your city in the second half of the year. This is my third tour so far, and I think it's going to be sick. So I hope to see you there. Thanks. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. 
Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com slash gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Somebody just texted me saying, in all caps, I have psychopathic tendencies. Is that worth, uh... Should I, should we do that one or is that too crazy? Uh, why not? Okay, let's give it, let's try it. Hello, okay. Hi there, what's your name, sir? That is John. John. How's life, John? It's pretty swell. Sorry, I'm pretty dabbed out right now. I did not expect you to call. Uh, you're dabbed out right now? Oh, yeah. Did you hit the, what, you hit the rig? Yeah, I got the rig over in uh, Michigan, so everything's That's cool. I haven't taken a, da- like, uh, all the pens are kind of oil now, but I haven't taken a uh, a real motherfucking, like, dab in a while. I'm sure I've said this on the podcast before, but dabs are fascinating because I remember doing them in high school and, like, Thinking to myself, you know, if my mom walked in on me lighting something with a torch, she wouldn't think it was pot. She would think it was like a significantly harder drug. Anything that you do that has a, that involves a fucking torch is uh, definitely Schedule One. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that what you did? You did you did the torch thing with the little booger of oil and you did all that? Yeah, the whole THC overload. Oh, I miss that shit. I haven't done that in a in a long... I haven't done it in a long time, and the thing is that even if I did it now, it, it just wouldn't be the same as doing it in high school. Um, anyway, enough about uh, me. Enough, enough of my memories. What's up, man? What do you want to talk about? Um, well, I mean, I guess the only thing I really do have to talk about is the psychopathic tendencies. The um, st- the psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> I don't know uh, how else to call it, but uh, I don't know. Like, I just don't have a lot of uh, remorse or, like, bad feelings when I hurt people. And it kind of took me a long time to associate hurting people with, like, you know, you shouldn't do that to the people that you love. And it creates negative things in your relationships. And through psychedelics and stuff, I feel like it's helped me understand that. But still, you know, I have my problems with it. Are you physically hurting people? No. I used to, you know, fight. And I definitely lash out at people. Definitely uh, emotionally. I really try not to anymore. But I can be a little hurtful with my words. 
What do you think is? What do you think happened to to cause you to uh, change? Um, I'm not sure if it's like a nature versus nurture, or whatever. Like uh, I had some traumatic experiences growing up. You know, my uh, it feels weird talking about it, but you're the guy, so I feel like I can. But um, my Only stepdad, you like, yeah. But uh, you know, my stepdad killed himself when I was younger, and I didn't see it, but my mom witnessed it. I remember all that stuff, and then you know some other things that happened. Feel like kind of uh, brought death into my life at a young age, and then kind of made me uh, just careless with it. Not quite careless. I just can't think of the right word. How old are you now? Twenty-six. Okay, cool. Um, and so, all right. So, I mean, from the way that you're telling the story, it sounds like. Uh, you're on an upward trajectory. Yeah. You know, a lot of psychedelics and uh, some Buddhism and shit and faking it. Have you seen a therapist to talk about this? No, I've done everything to do except see a therapist. I know I need to, but uh, I don't have health insurance right now. And even if I did, you know, that could just be an excuse I'm making. But I know I do need to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get, well, you should talk to a real therapist, but, uh, like, all right. I mean, what, so you feel like you're on an upward trajectory. You feel like you've gotten a little bit better at handling your anger issues and whatnot. What do you, what's left? What ways do you feel like you still hurt people or are still get angry that you want to change? Well, you know, I thought I got rid of a lot of the problems and stuff but it was more like i got rid of all the triggers in my life i kind of just like broke off from everything and then i got a girlfriend i had to start working through a lot of that shit again but honestly i feel like for the most part it's just like like people i work with or like random people or like road rage like i've gotten a few accidents in the past couple years and like and some of those like mind states like i really just don't care if I kill myself and somebody else because someone will just piss me off. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, I guess what I'm thinking is like, what? Tell me more. And I know you answered this question already, but tell me more about how you feel as though you've gotten better from where you once were, and then how you can use that information to help you deal with some of the remaining anger that you have? Um, I'm definitely more comfortable with myself and uh, I try to love myself a little more. You know, like, I feel like your relationship with yourself is really a reflection with your relationship with others and vice versa. So if, like, you hate yourself, you're definitely going to hate others. Mm-hmm. So I really try and focus on my relationship with myself um, I definitely, I don't lash out at the people really close to me. I try to make a, like, conscious effort to, like, have good relationships with them and be there for them and stuff. How's, how's everything going with your girlfriend? It's pretty solid. Um, we'll have, like, a weird couple of days, but I'm not, like, mean to her or anything. You know, and she has a lot of, uh her own mental illness that she's dealing with. But we'll have like a day there or so where uh, it's just like really quiet and weird between us. We don't really talk, but it's not like we like yell at each other or anything. Mm. Okay. Um, what do you do for like a living for a job? I grow cannabis. Uh, okay. Are you are you are you getting high every day? Yes, I have been smoking every day since like 2016, and it's a problem. It was a lot more other drugs, but I've weaned it just down to like weed and mushrooms every once in a while. And how do the drugs affect the general uh, like anger problems? Like, what 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 have you observed from your anecdotal evidence as the relationship between the two? I feel like. If I'm getting too high all the time, 
after a bit of that, I'll start to uh, get a little more irritated with people. But for the most part, I do feel like uh, the dabs kind of like numb me down from a lot of the extra stimulus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I be hitting the gym all the time. That helps good. a lot. Good. Great. That's good. Um, well, uh, huh. hmm. where should we go from here? I guess I'll ask this, like, what, like, and just maybe this is helpful for you to just say on here to me, but, like, what practical steps do you want to take moving forward to, like, improve yourself and improve your life and improve these, these issues that you're having? Uh, other than therapy, I definitely need to meditate more. Okay, that's good. Like that definitely helps a lot. I don't Medita- do it enough. Meditation's an interesting thing because I don't I I I don't view meditation as uh, and I actually I've been very out of like I I used to be like all right let me get ten minutes in when I can but then it becomes like a uh, just like another stupid fucking routine thing right like it doesn't actually do anything the medita- the whole idea of the meditation is creating mindfulness especially when you fucking need it right. Like, when you're in the car, and when you're pissed off, that's when you need it the most. And it should become an exciting... And it should become an exciting thing for you. Similar to how you go to the gym, and you see your progress, and you see your body changing, and that's exciting for you, and that's motivating for you. It's the same thing with your brain, right? Because you have these, like, uh, um, innate, like, inherent first responses to things that are angry, like your road range. And yeah. the more often that uh, you go through the process of, okay, you're in your car and someone does something that pisses you off and you and you are mindful and you see, you can observe that you're fucking pissed off and then you take control of that and you willfully silence it and let it simmer down. Every time you do that intentionally, it's like lifting away and it gets a little bit easier and you feel good about yourself because you can actually observe that you are gaining a mastery over your emotions in the same way that when you go to the gym, you're you're improving your body. So that's that's just like that's mindfulness, right? Like next time you're to that. I mean, I would think about that next time that you, you feel triggered by something pissing you off. Just take like a second and go. Okay, I'm pissed off right now. Let me like take back control of my life by not submitting to that emotion and by cooling the fuck down. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you're totally right. That's actually a big part of Buddhism is like becoming aware of the problem or the suffering in the first place. Yeah. And when you're aware, you can kind of like step in and stop it or change it. And uh, so that's why I'm trying to do, you know, like breathing has been a big part of like keeping myself cool and calm, in, like social situations. Yeah, breathing but is cool. Yeah, for sure. It's like the one thing we we always have to come back to. But uh, I'll be so aware sometimes, even in those uh, mind states. It's like I know I shouldn't be like that, but it's like I don't care. Hmm. But I appreciate the words of advice. I didn't really expect you to have a solution. This is something to talk about. It's cool that you called me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, it's it sounds like you're going to be okay. It sounds like you're on an upward trajectory that will continue upward. Yeah, for sure. I think I'll be okay. Um, What's your name again? John? Yeah, we'll call it John. John, any movie recommendations to leave us with? Oh, man, I'm so happy you asked that because I'm such a movie buff. Uh, if there's any psychedelics users, take some acid and watch Jacob's Ladder. Pretty crazy. It'll put you into an ego death. I guess I just watched Saltburn. That bathtub scene was pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, how about Hereditary? All right, Jacob's Ladder, Saltburn, and Hereditary. That's John's 
hot movie list of 2024. Yes, sir. Take care, John. Thank you. Don't watch The Curse on Acid. It'll freak you out. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. This is the year that I'm getting ripped. Or uh, at the very least, trying to eat a little bit healthier. You know, less pizza and candy and takeout and stuff. And the folks at HelloFresh have been sending me ingredients and recipes that have been very helpful along my fitness journey. Whether you want to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Each HelloFresh box is packed with farm-fresh ingredients, and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. They have over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly, and even more add-on items that suit any lifestyle. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GeckoFree and use the code GeckoFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GeckoFree with the code GeckoFree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hello? Hi, what's your name? My name is... What's up? How's life? Uh, it's going. I'm currently like two months pregnant. Interesting. Um, how how do you, how does that feel? Do you feel do you feel sick? Is that that's one of the pregnant <laughs> things? Is that you feel sick? Yeah, that, that's been like the biggest problem is morning sick. I'm like literally on three, three medications. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on three medications where I had to run outside, so I'm not aggressive. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm sorry. I made a pregnant woman run. Uh, take a phone call. I feel bad. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I, I actually I called you because you texted me on the thing and you said that, um, hey Lyle, I wanted to talk about how I unintentionally baby trapped somebody who hates me. Yeah. Okay. And Basically, this is and it, you also we... said we're expecting our second kid, so this is the second kid. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Tell your story. So basically, I met this person online in like 2019, and I wasn't in a very good living situation, so he invited me to come see him, and I I went like at least five hours away from where I live to go meet this guy, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I ended up moving in with him like full-time, literally like two weeks after that, which, you know, didn't seem like the best idea, but here we are. Mm -hmm. But um, a year into that relationship, he really didn't want to be with me. And literally, like, right after he said that, I was pregnant. And I was just like, well, shit, because it, it was way too far along to do anything about it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so and this baby, so this baby, I assume, was, was not planned? No. I, okay. I thought that I was infertile, and this person did, too. Mm-hmm. Mostly because he has a medical condition, and I was told by a doctor that I was infertile. That's why you can't trust doctors. Yeah. <laughs> this Continue. kid is now three years old, almost. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the same thing happened again. We were just like, you know, it took us almost a year to get pregnant with that first kid. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And then, lo and behold, the second kid. We were just like, damn. <laughs> Definitely our fault, but 
he like constantly is just like, yeah, you baby trap me, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> Wait, so I'm confused. So you were dating this guy or you, you kind of got into this, this, this wild thing with this guy that you met online uh, a few years ago. And uh, he said he didn't want a relationship with you. And then right when he said that, you found out you were pregnant with the first kid? Yeah. Okay. And then three years later, you're pregnant with another one of another kid by the same guy? Yeah. Now, when he said he didn't want a relationship with you, um, I guess what I'm I guess I'm confused as to how you guys rekindled or what happened after that. Basically, I I had gotten pregnant, and it's not like he was like, "Oh, don't go get an abortion." But I, personally, I I don't like the idea. Like, I, I'm okay with other people getting abortions and all that. I'm perfectly fine with that. But personally, it just kind of like irks me. I'm just like, ugh, I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he, his family was very ahead. happy. He was very happy because he he had tried to have kids before and he couldn't. So it, it was kind of like a a bad situation turned into a good situation, I guess. Mm. Um, how old is this guy? Um, when we met, I was seventeen, and he was eighteen. Or he was turning nineteen. Okay. And now I'm twenty two, and he's twenty four. All right. Um, and is he still like in the the baby's life? Yeah, we we live together. <laughs> oh, so you okay? So you live with you live with this guy? Yeah. So when he says it's he's ba- when he says he's ba- you baby trapped him, is he just joking? Well, no, because he was trying to break up with me and getting like trying to get me to move out, and then I, I had a missed period and I, I was really sick, and he was like, "If you're not pregnant, blah blah blah, you gotta leave by this day." And he was like, you got to leave by the end of January. And I figured out that I was pregnant on, like, January 1st, I think. <laughs> mm. So that's, that's kind of the whole situation. He was, like, on the step of getting me to get the fuck out. And then that happened. So you guys are 18, and you have a baby, but he says he wants to break up with you. And uh, do you guys just not break up? Like, I guess I'm confused about whether or not you stayed together or, we did like, stay together because I, I was living with him. And again, I, I said I was like five hours away from where I grew up. So I, I had moved five hours away to go be with him. And at that point, I didn't really have anywhere to go mm-hmm. back where I was from. Mm-hmm. So me being pregnant, he was just like, well, I don't really want you to leave with the baby because I feel like that that wouldn't be great for the kid. And mm-hmm. he wanted the kid in his life. So. Mm-hmm. And then this, and then you're, and you're pregnant right now. Yeah. And is this kid, was this kid planned or was this another accident? This one was definitely another accident. (laughs) Okay. So I, what is the, what's the relationship between you and this guy? Because like, are you guys, are you guys together? Are you, do you like each other even if, if, uh, what's what's the relationship? We're still together. We definitely have had a lot of ups and downs having to do with a lot of different things. And, you know, me growing up and him growing up kind of helped us come more together. But the easiest way to say it is, like, (laughs) he definitely still hates me. Like, he, he does dislike me quite a bit, but we get along and... You know, we, we have a lot of common interests. So, it, again, it's like a really weird situation. Do you do you really, you really think this guy that you live with, that you're raising a kid with, that I guess is your boyfriend, he hates you? We, we definitely get into it a lot over, like, pretty stupid things. Uh, I, I had some pretty bad mental issues that I had not dealt with when I had moved in with him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit of it because I would have these like terrible panic attacks where I would lash out and get angry and all that kind of fun stuff. How is it living with him and raising this kid with him and dealing with your pregnancy with him? Like, are you do you guys have enough of a relationship together that's positive enough that you don't feel uh, like completely miserable about it? 
Yeah, like I, I don't feel miserable. He doesn't feel miserable, but there's definitely okay, times good. where he, just, he, he, he just makes the point of like, you know, you, you kind of baby trap me a little bit. Like I, I was trying to trying to move on with my life, but you go, you know, he he loves his son and all that. That's why. Well, I'm I would, like, I, don't, I don't really know if I would I don't know if I would say that uh, you baby trapped him because it does take two <laughs> people to make a baby. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So, what? Well, I, I mean, just like point and simple, and you know, uh, point and simple. That is, that's not a word. I don't know why I said point and simple. Plain and simple. What the fuck is point and simple? Um. Well, okay. So, I mean, p- today, present. Let's let's do this. Um. And maybe you just wanted to come on and and tell the story, but like, is there any like is it is you said you weren't miserable. You said that you're. Or how are you? How are you doing in this situation? Like, do you feel good? Do you feel? Are you? Are you happy about having the kids? Are you happy about life? Are you happy about the? Are you excited about the future? Like, how are you? How are you feeling about the, uh, everything that you're? This whole saga that you've you've ran us through. Um, I'm definitely happy. There is kind of like a little kicker to the story. You know, uh, when my son, like right before he had turned one. Uh, his mom, just to, just to make a long story short, his mom found out that her husband was cheating. So they ended up having to move back to where they came from, which is like six states away. So I ended up having to go with them and move out of the state that I live in. So we've all just kind of been in that part, like his mom's grandma's house living in their living room. So I am excited. This, this, this is what I'm trying to explain. I am excited, but we are not in a great living situation and we're trying to get out of it. But that when that guy had cheated on his mom, he gave us an eviction notice so we can't get approved for any apartments in the state. That's like the biggest issue. It's like the only ba- Wait, all right, <laughs> let me get let, right let me let me let me let me understand this real quick. So your <laughs> is he your boyfriend? Do I call him your boyfriend? What do I call him? Uh, uh yeah, I would say boyfriend. Okay, so your boyfriend's mom was dating a guy who cheated on her, and so he evicted your boyfriend's mom. Yeah, and then everyone in the house because it was and, his house. And is and is your and your name and your boyfriend's name were on the lease of this house that is owned by the guy that your boyfriend's mom was dating. Yes, my well, my boyfriend's name was on the lease, but technically, since we had lived there, he put every single person's name that lived in the house had to be out by a certain date. So then we all ended up moving. Is back that to even the is that legal to just kick from. some? Is that even legal to just evict someone for no reason? Well, they, he gave us thirty days, and I, I don't even know like if it is legal. Uh, maybe I'm not looking at the chat at all because I can't really. Yeah, the Twitch chat is not where you go to for legal advice, so that's fine. Okay, I was I was just going to say maybe somebody would know if it's illegal. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't at all. Um, <laughs> okay, so where are you living now? Um, we are still living with his, his maternal grandparents, so his mom's mom. And she... she very much dislikes us she loves her grandson her wait yeah that would be her great-grandson actually she loves her great-grandson she actually doesn't know that i'm pregnant with the second kid right now so we're trying our hardest to move out as soon as possible before telling her i'm sorry you keep running into i'm sorry you keep running into all these people who you feel like don't like you yeah a lot of the people in his family don't specifically like me there, there's been times where i've eavesdropped when they've been talking outside and they're just like oh she ruined his life blah 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 but he, he again he just wanted kids because he has like a he has diabetes so he wasn't specifically considered fertile they told him that he could probably couldn't have kids because of it the hold on i have never heard of that in my ent- i mean i'm not a doctor but i've never heard of that in my entire life that diabetes leads to infertility it's like something having to do with like like sperm count if you don't take care of your diabetes it makes it a lot harder and he did not take care of it when we were living in the other state so so what i'm hearing is that what i'm hearing is something about uh reese's cups being a good form of birth control (laughs) i'm gonna make note of that um all right so 
Well, yeah, I I mean, I'll just say this, and I'm not just blowing smoke out of your ass. Um, you seem, you seem like you, I mean, you seem like you have been handling the uh, drama of your life pretty well, uh, like in high spirits. You know, there, um, there, there's been a couple of mental breakdowns and a little bit of alcoholism in between, but. <laughs> So okay, the uh, well, let's talk about this for a second. The uh, the alcoholism, are you still? Is that still a thing, or is that kind of no, come and go? No, I, I I had stopped drinking a while back. I okay. I was like, this is a completely different story. The last thing that I had texted you was about my job. It wasn't specifically about drinking, but I because of my job, I would literally drink every fucking day, like yeah. constantly. Yeah. Uh, do you have a job? Does he have a job? Uh, he has a job. I do too, but it's kind of up in the air right now because there's a lot of people that need help in different parts of the city and they keep moving me around to different Domino's locations. And it's not specifically the greatest because every you, store that I've been to is really understaffed and fucked up. <laughs> do you and him have enough financial stability to like move out and get a place and raise a kid? Yes, more likely yes than than no. Okay, the that's, that's is great to hear. Once we do move out, we won't have his his family to help watch our kids. Right. So one of us would be at home, and one of us would be working, which I assume I'd be the one at home. Mm-hmm. And is that like financially viable for him to go work and make enough money to support all those people while you take care of the kids? Yeah. Okay, so all right, so that's I mean that's that's fantastic to hear because that's uh, um, you know I mean I, I, I it's it's hard to find a fucking job that can support like a whole ass family, especially if he's only twenty four. Um, what's he do? For, what's he do for work? I'm curious. Um, he works at a fast food burger place. Um, I mean that's great to hear that you guys are doing good financially. Um. Do, are you, I mean, you sound like you're in a, a, a tough situation, but again, it sounds like you're handling it pretty well. Like you don't, you're not sitting here like, oh, I feel trapped with this guy or I feel trapped with this thing. Like, are you, are you enjoying being a mom? Are you en- enjoying the, all that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I mean, let me ask you this, right? And maybe, again, like I said, maybe you just wanted to call in to tell the story, but, like, is there any aspect of, of any of this that, like, you want, like, anything else you want to talk through or, like, that you want perspective on? Or, like, how, how can I be of gecko service to you if, if, if for anything other than just telling the story? It's okay if not. It's okay if you think I'm fucking stupid. You don't want to hear what I have to say. Um was not 100% prepared. <laughs> you don't you don't have to be ready. It sounds like the answer is is no, which is fine cuz yeah. um, I don't know anything about life. But um Well, all right. You're doing okay. Just by the way, can I just yeah. say something to you because you keep saying yeah. like I I your boyfriend if he keeps saying I don't know if he's joking and I don't know your guys' relationship and whatever, but um just for your own sake does it make you feel bad when your boyfriend says you baby trapped him? A little bit, but I do understand because, again, he had told me, like, you know, you have until this time to get out and then all that happened. So he was definitely trying to get rid of me. And then he was like, oh, shit, a baby. And then he he, he still my boyfriend. But he gave me a ring after that. And he's like. You know, I want both of us to be in this kid's life because he has divorced parents. So that's kind of the biggest part about of it. About it is, I feel like he just didn't want to ruin that kid's life from the get go. Mm-hmm. Well, um, next just next time your boyfriend tells you that you baby trapped him, let him know that it takes two people to make a baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, just I just don't don't let that make you feel like shitty. You know, because you keep telling me that uh, everyone in this you run into in this universe doesn't like you, but that's just uh, this is not fair, you know. Yeah. Um. 
Well, good luck. What, uh, when's the baby you do? Oh my god, I feel really terrible about this. It, I already know the gender. It, it's a girl, right? And my first kid is a boy, and they're due the same exact days. So I feel like this kid's gonna be born like the same day or around the same day as my son. That's gonna and save that you so much money on birthday parties. Yeah, I feel like he's going to hold it against me for the rest of his life. He's, like, he's going to be like, oh, her birthday was better than mine. Her presents were better than mine. Like, You keep mentioning all these things that involve people people being upset with you. <laughs> and I hope you... I, I, I the anxiety. <laughs> I hope you do that less. Yes. Um, I do too. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um... If you meet somebody online, do not immediately move in with them. That is my best advice. <laughs> this is why we do this podcast, so that others can share their life experience and help uh, inform the listeners. So thank you for sharing yes. your story, and uh, Gek bless you for a thousand years. Gek bless you too. Have a good night. Bye. Hello? Hey, what's up? Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> bro, you like called instantly. Like I just texted. What's your name? My name my name's Alex. Alex, how old are you, Alex? I'm I'm twenty. Okay, well what's going on, Alex? What do you want to talk about today? Yeah, I mean, you know, long time listener here. I've been listening to you since since you started basically, or you should stream on what was like Reddit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, this is kind of insane, I'm not gonna lie, like, everyone says that on the podcast, but it's like, damn, but yeah, um, yeah, I've been listening for a while, and on the podcast, it says philosophy, I don't know if you did that on purpose, or, um, yeah, it says philosophy podcast, and, um, you know, I'm a philosopher, technically, I mean, I'm still a student, but I am a philosopher, and, you know, some of the stuff, or some, sometimes you just chat, I don't know if you know what I mean by that, but sometimes you just you just chat um yeah like uh sometimes like you say like um you know i don't want to give advice and then sometimes it's like either like bad philosophy or it's like you're kind of sometimes you're spitting but yeah that's what i wanted to talk about yeah what kind of uh oh yeah well yeah you text i called you because you texted in and you wanted to say uh you said i'm a philosopher and i wanted to call you to tell you that you don't know what you're talking about yeah, maybe I could have said it. I was, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was trying to say something to, you know, to get a call. Um, but no, I mean, I, I mean, no, no disrespect, Gek. Well, here you are. You have, uh, you have challenged me and therefore I call upon you to explain. Okay, yeah. So when I'm listening to the podcast, I don't know, sometimes you talk about like life and death mm-hmm. and you'll bring up like random philosophers or like, yeah, you'll just bring up, like, random philosophers, and, like, you'll say their name, you'll say a quote, as it's, like, really profound, and sometimes it's not. And I mean, like, no disrespect, like, no disrespect. Or, like, as a, you know, I study these, um, I guess I could tell you what I do. Well, um, hold on, but I don't, before I, you do that, before you do that, give me an example. Give you an example? Yeah. Um, I can't remember, like, uh, exact... No, 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 you gotta come in hot. You gotta come in with an example. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Well, you were you did not come into this challenge prepared, my friend. You're right. You're right. Um, I guess yeah. I should have I should have uh, pulled up some um, some some examples. But there was this one time I do remember. You were, it was this was like probably like last year. Mm-hmm. But um, this guy was like going through hard times, and you brought up I don't remember. You brought up this book from this philosopher, like this pop philosopher, basically. Which mm-hmm. by that I mean he's. You know, like, in the 90s, a whole bunch of, like, people thought, like, you know, they knew stuff, and they would just publish stuff, and you brought him up, and I can't remember his name, but I remember you bought the book, and I looked at the book, and I was just like, this is not, this is not, this is not philosophy. No, 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 okay. Listen, yeah, what's, 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 your, what's your name again? What's your name again? My name is Alex. Alex, if I could, I'd like to quote one of my favorite philosophers, Plato, who did once say... Okay. If you're going to come in hot, you need examples, concrete examples. He did say that, okay? And you need to prove that he didn't say that or else I'm just going to believe he did. Right? I mean, 
when you're talking about Plato, like I, I read Plato, I study Plato, like I just want to know like what example like you're talking about like Plato and the Republic. Like we could talk about like we could talk about philosophy. Sure, yeah, sure. Um I think it was Plato who once said uh he once said uh you should eat at a deficit of five hundred calories if you want to try to lose weight. That was I him. I don't think he said that guy. What else did he say? Oh, Plato, here's what he said. He said um he said my uncle works at Nintendo and I he told me that if you um swim to a certain part in Peach's garden in Super Mario 64 and you mash A a lot when you're in that part, you can unlock Luigi. That's something that Plato said. I don't know if you Studied the no, uh, Plato's not, discovery not. of the unlocking of Luigi in Super Mario 64. Um, what no, else did no, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. Maybe you're you know what? You know what? OK, hold on. I, I actually am wrong about that. That was Socrates who said who found out how to unlock Luigi in Super Mario 64. Um, no, no, you might. Yeah, you might. You might actually be talking now. I mean, OK, right. This is this is the main reason. What else? And, um, what else? Yeah, this is uh, this is the main reason I wanted to talk to you because I feel like. Like maybe you should change the podcast on Spotify, or at least on Spotify. It says uh, philosophy, but like anyone could talk. Like you know, I mean, anyone could say opinions, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're. Um, I'm sounding like such like a, uh, like a like elitist like, like asshole right now. I'm trying not to. I promise. Um, but like, I don't know. Like anyone, like anyone can go on Twitter. Anyone could do like say this and that. It's true. I mean, you never claimed to be a philosopher, it's but true. um. No, actually, I do. I think any no, anyone, anyone can be a philosopher. What are you talking about, Socrates? No, I mean Socrates is just, was just a guy. All right, he was a guy, and he thought about stuff, and he said things, and they and people were like, "Oh, the things that you're saying are cool," and they thought that his things were so cool that he said that uh, you can now spend two hundred thousand dollars to go study what he said because what he said was that cool. But that doesn't mean that he, you know, it's whatever. It's philosophy. It's not science, you know. I mean, science is like there is and there isn't. But philosophy, you can totally just say stuff. Yeah, but you, there's a structure to it, you know. Like who? You have, okay, who? You have, yeah, but who, yeah, yeah, but who? Who created that structure? Who created it? Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. I wait. I, I actually, I, I have an answer to this, Alex. I know who created it. Who? Some fucking guy. And I'm some fucking guy, too. And you're some fucking guy. And everyone listening to this is some fucking guy. So they could all go create some fucking whatever bullshit, whatever thing, too. And there we go, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I was just a little, um... I guess a little, like, like damn, like... Like, like... You know, like, damn, like, is this philosophy? I don't understand. But, I mean, you never did claim to be a philosopher. I know you don't claim you to be You know what? You know what? I did. You know what? I didn't, but now I'm going to start. You're right. I think you should. Um. Well, thank you. This was, I, you know what? I'm, I got to say this, Alex, and this is the word I want to use. This conversation was enlightening for me. Was it? It was. It was. It, it reinf- you, you came in here. I think uh, I I, reinf- I reinforced I think the ideas that um that I that I want I don't know I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying this is this is it right you can just do, do you think Socrates would have had a podcast where he just like said shit you know without even oh, like I like, sure. like, no, yeah. like what I, like I like, sure like sometimes the cool the cool thing about having a podcast is you can like start a sentence you can just start talking and try like saying a point and then at some point when you realize that you actually don't have a point you can just kind of like. Alex, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, I mean, uh, well, yes, yes, yeah, I do. I just want to say, you know, like, peace and love and prosperity, and thank you, Gek. Yeah, I've been listening for a, a while now, and I just, I've always, I've tried to call in before, and I just, you know, I got in, and thank you. Hey, as um, Aristotle said, stay, stay stoned, bitches. <laughs>
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gecko.